What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys, how would you give magical abilities to blocks in Minecraft? We're able to give, you know, enchantments to, to gear. We're able to enchant ourselves with potions and stuff, but we don't really do that with blocks. So I wanted to hear what you guys had to say about that. Mario is still happy, says beacons. Those are beacons that can attract bees. And he's, they spelled beacons with two E's. So yeah, the beacon. Uh, Potato Mancer says, a, cra- a magic crafting table, you can turn strange and rare items into powerful weapons. Leone says, some blocks that look like real blocks, but they turn into magical mobs. Curtis says, yes, soul sand should grant you status effects when you have walked on it for 10 blocks without jumping. Interesting idea. Play Games with Joel says, if you splashed a potion of strength on a block, it would fight for you, depending on the block's type and the stronger it is. Yaboy15 says, the evoker would make blocks come alive and attack you. Ooh, that would be interesting. B. Cressley says, Super TNT. It's 10 times as destructive as a normal TNT. Um... NRG Turtle says, when in the nether, you have a stack of crimson hyphae in your inventory, your fire damage would increase. Doc Seeger says, the the big potion would let you put potions on blocks. This would make for some wacky traps. Keep up the great work. I actually like that idea a lot. James J says, craft a block with a potion or eight, and whatever it's walked on, it inflicts the effects of the potions it was crafted with. Great idea. So thank you so much, guys, for those ideas. And if you want to take part in a future Q&A segment, go to this episode on Spotify and interact with the Q&A post there. And I will do my best to read out as many answers as I can in an upcoming episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's get into the main discussion of this episode. We're going to kind of be uh, continuing with what we did in the last episode. We were talking about some changes that came in a new snapshot. And that snapshot is snapshot 23W31A. This is the first snapshot for Minecraft 1.20.2. This snapshot brought a lot of changes. There was changes to diamond door generation. There was changes to... Um, villager curing, things like that, but there were also changes to villager trading. Um, This is not exactly part of the um, actual snapshot for 1.20.2. I don't know if this is a feature for .2. This might be a feature for 1.21 actually that they're just kind of sliding in here as an experimental experiment as an experimental thing if you want to play with this you're going to have to turn on the experimental toggle in the settings of your game uh so if you guys do that let me know what your experience is but this is a villager trade rebalance and the snapshot says 
This snapshot introduces a new experimental feature toggle that updates the wandering trader and librarian trades. You will turn on this feature toggle in the experiments menu when correct when creating a new world if you want to test the new trades. You can find more about the featured toggles here, and there's a link in the um, in the page, which I will link to in the show notes of this episode. As this is an experiment, we would like, we would really appreciate your feedback as work continues and to help us decide on the future direction for villager trades, and they have a link to share your thoughts there. So in the next episode, I'm going to be going over the wandering trader changes. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the villager trading changes, which is specific to librarians. And this is what the snapshot text says. Before these changes, players could get any villager enchantment from any librarian. A novice librarian could sell the best enchantment in the game. For some players, this felt too random and made trading feel overpowered when compared to using the enchanting table or searching for enchanted books in structures. And I completely agree with that, by the way. The enchanting table has been um, irrelevant for a very long time because of villager trading. With these new rules, librarians from different biomes sell different enchantments, and each village biome has one enchantment that is only sold by master librarians. So a big change here. Players will have to work towards getting the best trades instead of relying on random chance. We hope this makes librarian trading more interesting and skillful while also revealing some clues about the history of each village type through the enchantments that are sold there. And this is some of the, uh, they have a little uh, chart here and I'm going to be reading it. So, um, the, the, the chart is divided up into the different biomes which villager there are special villagers for. These are desert, jungle, plains, savanna, snow, swamp, and taiga. And jungle and swamp, obviously, there are no villages that generate in these, so these are going to be very well hidden, and you're going to have to somehow get a villager that is native to these biomes by either breeding a villager there or maybe even... Um, building a village in one of these biomes. So the uh, special book for desert is efficiency three, for jungle is unbreaking two, for plains is protection three, for savannah is sharpness three, snow biome special book is silk touch, swamp is mending, and fortune two is from the taiga. And the rest of the books are Fire protection, thorns, and infinity from the desert. Feather falling, projectile protection, and power from jungle. Punch, smite, and bane of arthropods from plains. Savannah has knockback, binding curse, and sweeping edge. Aqua infinity, looting, and frostwalker from snow biome. Death strider, respiration, and vanishing curse from swamp. And blast protection, fire aspect, and flame from the taiga village. So the snapshot continues. Librarians from different biomes now sell different enchanted books. Each village biome has one special enchantment that is only available from master librarians with full XP. So you're going to be really, really pressed to trade up with the librarians here to get these books. This means that players must visit all seven village biomes to get the full set of villager enchantments. There are two secret village biomes where villagers do not generate. A player must build these villages to access their trades. That's an interesting part here. Some enchantments have been removed from villager trading and must be found in other ways. So here are my thoughts on this. First of all, great lore detail. I love the idea of 
um, each village kind of specializing with different enchantments that help them survive in their biome. Great lore detail. Also love how this encourages leveling up um, villagers. It also encourages exploration to find different villages. It gives the swamp and jungle villagers more relevance to gameplay and encourages villagers to build those villages, especially swamps, since that's the biome to trade for mending. If you want a renew renewable source for mending books, you got to have a swamp librarian, master librarian. The enchanting table will also become more relevant since it will be more difficult to get a trading hall full of every biome variation of librarians. So you're going to be wanting to use your enchanting table far more. There is a link to the snapshot article in the uh, in the show notes of this episode if you guys want to check this out. And remember, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about the wandering trader changes because that'll bring us to the end of this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And send me your ideas, questions, and comments to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, until the next episode, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock. Mm-hmm.